Yo, yo, what's cracking with y'all? It's your boy, K-Mac here, your host of the Blitzburg Coverage Podcast. Reporting live from the Palace of Love. Uh, spontaneous, super spontaneous, I know, but it is a Monday. And uh, usually you wait later in the week to do these things, but uh, as we know, there is a game Thursday. That we must tap into. We are playing at home Thursday night football. First time this year. We are playing again later this season. Again, which is odd. Usually they don't have a team play twice on Thursday night. Let alone at home twice. But um, we are on to the new week. Today is Tuesday. Um, It's going to be super busy tomorrow. I definitely don't want to do this Thursday. So... Had to get it in today. Let's um, get into this thing. Today was the trade deadline. Um, going to touch on that. Uh, going to touch on just a couple of final touches and thoughts on that Jaguars game. And then let's dive into the Tennessee Titans game that's coming up in two days. So trade deadline was today. No moves were made. There was rumors of trading for Jalen Johnson, a corner for the Chicago Bears. Just all hype, all smoke, no actual, you know, real substance was there. Was I surprised we didn't make a move? Not really. We don't really make moves at the trade deadline. There's been a few low-key moves, like uh, maybe a kilo Weatherspoon. Um, I want to say the middle linebacker, Avery Williamson. And... Um, I don't remember when we traded for Minka, but that was like week three, week two, way back in that 2019 season. But anyways, no moves were made today as far as Pittsburgh is concerned. There were some other moves outside of us in the league. Nothing huge in our division. Ravens didn't really make anything for Derrick Henry. Bengals don't, didn't really do anything. Browns made a trade for um, – they traded Donovan Peoples-Jones to the Lions. So nothing really huge as far as that's concerned. Um, some t- final thoughts on that Jags game. I really, when I really rewatch the game a little bit, I feel like honestly, I don't really think Canada called a horrible game. Outside of that fucking second and goal, fucking uh, pitch lateral play to fucking Connor Hayward, which was a wasted play. I don't really think the coaching was honestly that bad as far as offensive play calling goes. More of the same, but the players just got to make plays, you know. You're talking about that first play with Deontay. Could have been a huge fucking play right off the bat if he catches the ball. He got two hands on it. It's a little wet out, but you make 18, 18 million a year. Got to catch it. And then on that uh, corner route from Pickens on the left side of the field, absolutely created massive separation. It was down the sidelines. And uh, Pickett just completely underthrew it. Completely underthrew it. And he's definitely missed some throws this year. And I just feel like the players are there sometimes. The players also have to make them. So I'm not going to hold them unaccountable. But um, I thought it was funny that Tomlin said uh, Monday afternoon-ish that he, he thanks the defense for the turnovers. But they weren't critical turnovers because they didn't create short fields. No, they didn't. But they also stopped the Jaguars from scoring three times. But you won't say that, though. 
And then he also had the balls. This this really fucking drew my attention. He he said, so a, a reporter asked him a question about the slow starts and how they remain to be a constant. They remain to be every week. You can bank on the Steelers maybe getting three points um, and a half. And it continues to be a problem. And it's been a problem since 2021. Hell, even in shades of 2020. But his answer to that was, well, we don't really feel that it's it's not really that critical or important during the early portions of a game. What? You're basically just you're basically just dismissing the first two quarters of play as if it's nothing. But when you look at successful teams, teams that start out hot usually win the game. Usually most of the time they will. You know, not always, but teams that usually go down and score and able to you know, maybe shift momentum or get momentum or do anything. I feel like they usually win the game. So the fact that he was completely dismissive of that just blew my mind. And, I mean, at this point, we're, at, we're almost halfway through the season, all right? We're about to be entering game nine, game eight. We're like week eight, week nine. We played seven games. You add in the bye week, that's eight. So we're on week nine. And... We're on track for what I thought we would be. We're at that halfway point. We're four and three. You know, we'll be this game Thursday is absolutely massive. But I just wanted to touch on the point that I think the players got to execute as well. It's not just the coaches. The coaches, yeah, they're a joke. We already know that. But the players, when the plays are there, they have to be made because we can't miss in the red zone. Like that second and goal. Play I mentioned, we we can't waste plays like that when we have limited time when we have limited opportunities in the red zone. But um and then I didn't even mention the fact on that first and goal, Kenny Pickett had Deontay Johnson wide open early in his route, but he didn't even look his way until it was too late and then he threw it behind him. And then people want to throw flack on DJ for that? Are you fucking kidding me? Pickett has to hit the guys when they're open. And he's missed throws this year. I will not I will not uh, just avoid that fact. I am absolutely critical of the guy because I was never a fan of the fucking draft pick in the first place. Go back to my timeline. Go back to my old YouTube channel. I could literally link it up to you guys. The night of the draft, I was fucking irate when we picked Pickett because I didn't want to. I didn't. I didn't think. I didn't believe in him. I didn't think he was really all that. So, but obviously he got drafted, and I had the root for the kid. And I see flashes, but. I mean, we got a we got a good sample size, but I'm also not going to judge or critique anybody that is under this regime of an offense. Uh, it's just a, the coaching's terrible. Tomlin has never been an offensive guy because he's a defensive guy because he's always had seven to carry his ass and fucking mask his problems. So Pickett has he been in the most ideal situation? No, definitely not. Offensive line, they stink. They stink. We have more money. Listen to this. We have more money invested into the offensive line this year than the Philadelphia Eagles or the Cleveland Browns. How shocking is that shit? And our offensive line is an absolute joke. I thought they've been doing okay in pass protection, but sometimes they are fucking just atrocious. Fucking atrocious, dude. But anyways, let's dive into this Tennessee game. Let's talk about the opponent. Tennessee Titans just come off of a, 
uh, a win. I don't remember who they beat on Sunday, but Will Levis, their second-round second, second round rookie, came in and lit it up. He lit it up, man. Four touchdowns, 28 points. DeAndre Hopkins looked like DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think he got traded either, so we're talking about playing DeAndre Hopkins, Derrick Henry, Yes, older vet players, but still solid players. I mean, they're guys I would take on our squad easily. I mean, no fucking question. Um, Mike Vrabel, I think he's a good coach. I think he's more of a defensive kind of guy. He is from the New England Patriot regime. He was a former player there. Ryan Tannehill has been their quarterback for most of this season, and he has he actually got hurt, so he didn't play this past game. Tennessee's 3-4 and four on the year. Um couple of bad losses see the losses versus Cleveland and um Cincinnati they got some good wins I guess I think they beat Atlanta or lost to them in a real close game obviously they won Sunday they're three and four so they're a decent team uh they did just lose Kevin Bayard to the Philadelphia Eagles they got uh Jeffrey Simmons uh here Landry the third I don't know who their tight end is, but they're more of a defensive team, I would say, than an offensive team. But Will Levis has had – Will Levis and his first career start had a better game than any point uh, – let me rephrase that. Will Levis had a better game Sunday than Kenny Pickett has had at all in his entire career. Kenny Pickett's never even thrown two touchdowns, man. Like, how can I – how can I reserve judgment on that? Like – we're lucky to get to the red zone twice or once, but um, so Tennessee is a decent team. We've beaten them the past couple of times, um, if I'm not mistaken. And we played them, I want to say 2020, we beat them in COVID year. Beat them uh, 2017 at home. I was there. It was actually a Thursday night game, ironically. I was there for that one. Um, I don't think they've beaten us since 2013, I want to say, 2013. So... It's been about 10 years. Uh, used to be familiar. They used to be the Oilers. So we are very familiar, as you all know. I mean, uh, fuck, what was his name? Campbell, the running back for the fucking Oilers. Used to be a beast. I can't remember his name. He was a fucking beast, though. But um, Oilers, Steelers go way back. They used to be division rivals. So there's history here for sure. And uh, Injury status report, usually, like I said, like to wait later in the week so we actually know who the fuck's going to be playing, but I'm just going to have to trust my gut on this one and believe what I'm seeing. I think Cam Hayward has a really good chance to come back for this game. If not this game, like I said, he's definitely going to be back for that Green Bay game, so he will be a massive addition. Not sure how many snaps he's going to play, but having him back is going to be massive. You know, I know he's an older player, but he's still a big veteran, big voice of the locker room. Big time run stopper, um, and he's still a good player for us, so we need him. And he's been gone literally since week one. We've been without one of our best players since week one, so we got to keep some th- got to keep some things in mind. So we may get him back. Mika's already down for Thursday night, so that absolutely sucks. I'm not surprised that dude. We just can't. I'm not gonna say this season's gonna be a wash because I hate jumping to conclusions, but this season just not might not be it, man. Injuries, we can't we can't have all of our players. We can't have all of our homies together. That's fucking irritating. We get Deontay back. Mooth goes. We get Mika back a couple weeks ago. No, we know. We're about to get Cam back. Mika gets hurt. So, um, 
some other good news. JPJ is the full-time starting outside corner. Finally. I thought he played. He was one of the few bright spots for me on Sunday. I would like to. I would like to know if that that coverage he blew was all on him, or if he was expecting cover two with the safety's help. But I thought he played awesome. Honestly, I thought he really did good against Calvin Ridley and Christian Kirk. Those guys ain't no slouches. They're not. Um, I'm so happy to see him starting full time. I that is a massive step in the right direction. I'm so glad he's starting because I, I'm i glad we waited half the season in a sense, but in a sense, I'm really not. But that is I, I'm, I, that does put a smile on my face. I'm glad he's starting. So we have JPJ in the fold. He's ready to go. And let's see what he do. We might actually have a fucking corner for the first time in a long time since Joe Hayden. But um, Thursday night, man, how are we feeling about this game? Thursday night games typically are favored more towards the home team. Um, I don't know what the current point spread is. I'll probably look at betting all that shit tomorrow. I'm not really going to talk about betting because I do on the other podcast that I'm in. But um, my gut feeling on this game. Oh, also I got to bring up the fact Kenny Pickett got hurt, like I said in the previous podcast. He got hurt. End of the first half, could have played, but then I think Canada said he decided not to play because he didn't feel like he was good enough to play. So I guess that was KP's decision, and I'm cool with it because if you're going to play, I don't want to hear any excuses about being hurt because if you're hurt, don't fucking play. That's my stance on it. So he says, his words were, he's good to go Thursday, he's playing. So if you're going to play Thursday, you better be ready, man. You're going to get hit. I'm sorry, you're going to get hit because our offensive line stinks. So you better get ready, and if you miss throws, I don't want to hear any fucking excuses because you're out there. Nobody cares. Obviously, we care, but nobody is going to give you an excuse, an enabled excuse. If you're out there playing, KP, we see Pickett. That's all we see. So we're going to have KP, Deontay back, obviously, after a couple games. We know what he about. Pickens uh, is cool to go. Everybody's cool to go. I mean, I don't. the only other guy that I think they talked about was Levi Walls. May or may not play. I would like to have him as depth over James Pierre maybe, but I'm not really going to be too worried about that. I'm more worried about who the fuck's going to come in for Mika. That's a loss that uh, cannot be talked about enough in this defense considering he leads our team in tackles. And, you know, he hasn't made none of those Mika magic plays yet, but it's still fucking Mika Fitzpatrick, dude. Like, he's still a big part of this defense, especially in the secondary when we have nobody literally. Except for JPJ and a fucking dinosaur and fucking Pat Pete, but man, I don't know about this Thursday game, man. Tennessee's beatable. This is a must-win game. We need to win this game. We're in second place in our division. Cincinnati's four and three. Cleveland's four and three. Baltimore six and two. I don't know who they play this week. I haven't really looked ahead that far because I'm just looking to Thursday. So. Thursday night gut feeling. I think we get a close win at home. Low scoring, 14-10, 17-14, 17-13 type of game. I don't know if both teams score 20 points. Obviously, the biggest key for me is if we let Derrick Henry eat, which a lot of teams have ate via the run. That opens up the pass for DeAndre, Traylon Burks, those good, those dudes. Uh, Tennessee's defense, I'm not sure, really sure who's in their secondary, so I think... The key is going to be 
you know, passing it. We don't have a running game. We don't. And I'm, that's really surprising because I thought that was going to be a fucking big reason why we were going to be successful this year. But seven, eight games in, and uh, there is none. There is none. Absolutely none. So I'm feeling a close 17-13, 16-13, very close win Thursday night. Though I wish we could just fucking lay a smack down, but we don't do that. It's going to be what it's going to be. We know what it's going to be. It's going to be an ugly first half. I just hope we're in it. Hang within the score. Find a way to get this fucking win and fucking chill for the next week and a half, dude. Because that shit Sunday was not fun. Not sure what the weather's going to be, but I'm trusting my gut on this one. We're at home. Prime time. It's hard to beat Pittsburgh at home in prime time. Look at the numbers. I don't remember the last time we lost a Thursday night game at home. It's been a long time, so go book, go back and look at that. But I'm saying Steelers 16 or 17, the 13 or 14, it's going to be a close game. I already fucking know it. We're going to need TJ, Highsmith. Hopefully Cam's back. Oh, if Cam's back, I'll feel a lot better. But for Monday, I'm feeling Tuesday, my bad. For a Tuesday, feeling the Steelers dub, close game. Let's get to five and three and settle the troops down. And uh, hopefully we get Minka back for that Green Bay game. Hopefully we get Moose. Fucking, we just need our. Oh, I hate when it's like this, but the whole the whole season's been like this for a lot of teams. So I can't bitch, but that's my gut feeling. What do you guys think? Let me know. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Share the podcast. Share the wealth. Share the love. Steeler Nation, how we feeling? Hashtag, here we go. Your boys out. Have a great night, day, morning, whenever you listen to this. Have a great week. See you all Thursday night. And if you're not a fan of the Steelers or Titans, do not watch this game. This will not be an offensive game. This is going to be an ugly defensive game. So don't expect fireworks. And, uh, yeah, that's that. So we're out of here. Go Steelers. And uh, let's see how this goes.